You are Locked On Raiders, your daily Oakland Raiders podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Just win. The autumn wind is a pirate, blustering in from sea. With a rollicking song, he sweeps along, swaggering boisterously. His face is weather beaten. He wears a hooded sash with a silver hat about his head and a bristling black mustache. He growls as he storms the country, a villain big and bold. Trees all shake and quiver and fake as he robs them of their gold. The autumn wind is a raider, pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won. And won. What's up, Raider Nation? Welcome into Friday's edition of the Locked On Raiders podcast. I'm your boy Q. And your host at your boy Q254 on Twitter. And if any of you follow me on Twitter, which I know a lot of you do because a lot of you reach out to me, you know that I'm probably running on fumes right now as I was uh, at the Cowboys Saints game Thursday night action in Arlington. Really exciting game, even though uh, it was a low scoring affair, but the Cowboys came out on top 13 to 10. It was funny, man. Had a lot of folks hit me up on Twitter like, Q, what are you, a Cowboy fan now? No, Jack, I'm working. Hey, can a brother work? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh my gosh, you're talking about the Cowboys. You're talking about the Cowboys. No, man, I ain't switching no teams. I know Amari Cooper's on the team, but no, trying to work. Got to work too. Ain't got to keep that nine to five rolling, but no, had a good time, man. If I get to cover a football game for my job, I'm going to do it. But uh, I'm back here on the Raiders podcast, on the Lockdown Raider podcast on this Friday, and I'm looking forward to this show because I have a ton of calls to get to, especially reacting to Thursday's episode that I told you was going to be a really, really good episode. I hope you appreciated Thursday's episode. I know I did. I want to get to all these calls and I'm going to do it. I'm going to get through it fast and furious as we prepare ourselves for what can be possibly an ugly display on Sunday. Chiefs, Raiders, Oakland Coliseum, it's going to go down. But before we get into that, like I said, man, got to get ourselves prepared and excited about today's episode. So since I'm a gentleman, and I am a gentleman, we're going to start things off. This Locked On Raider podcast voicemail line got a lot of calls, 707-654-4693. We're going to start things off with Selena. She's in the OC calling the response to that Derek Carr conversation. Hi, Q. Selena from uh, OC, calling in response to uh, the Derek Carr conversation. My bottom line, we need Derek Carr. I'm actually, everybody's getting frustrated that we keep talking about it. I'm frustrated, too, that we keep talking about it um, because I don't think we should be talking about it. I, I just, I don't think this should be something that's on the table. Well, what should be happening is we should be pointing the fingers at the people who are truly responsible. Derek Carr, the only reason why we're talking about him is because he's the target, and he's not the reason why we're losing games. He is not at all. The real people responsible are the front office, the coaching staff, and the instability of that organization. If you were to put Derek Carr into the Patriots organization, he would have wins behind his name. And that, I mean, I hate making that compa- comparison, but I think that's a realistic fact that we could all relate to. When Tom Brady gets injured and he's out of that game, they still win games without Tom Brady. So the organization is everything. Uh, and so I, I just, 
I don't I don't see why we blame him the way that we blame him. It's just not fair. Um, I'll be going to the game on Sunday, bringing my daughter, afraid, very afraid. I wish I could be wearing my Derek Carr jersey very proudly, uh, but unfortunately I lost the bet to uh, my husband, who is unfortunately a Bears fan. Thank you, and uh, have a good day. All right, so there was Selena right there calling a response to that Derek Carr convo and acknowledged right off the top she's really frustrated by all the D.C. convos, said we should not be looking at him. We should be looking at the front office, the coaches, the instability of the organization. She said if you put Derek Carr on the pats, he would have plenty of wins. Don't put the blame on Derek Carr. And she also acknowledged that she'll be going to the game with her daughter. I think that that's dope. But, Selena, my only question to you is, one, how did you end up with a Bears fan as your husband? And I'm sure he's a great guy, but he's a Bears fan. And how did September 1st work out for you if he's a Bears fan? Was he, like, walking around the house talking trash about we got Khalil Mack? Like, remember Eddie Murphy? We got some ice cream. Was he, was he doing that? I got Khalil Mack, and you don't have no. Was he doing that to you? If so, I don't know how you put up with that. He must be a really do- good dude. Uh, great call, Selena. Have a great time at the game on Sunday. Make sure you let us know how everything went down. Hopefully, the Raiders come away with a W. Again, fast and furious. Going to keep things going right now. My man Raider Tone representing the 661 Bakersfield. He calls quite a bit on that Raider podcast voicemail line, and I love it. Always has a lot of good stuff to say. He's actually got a few multiple subjects he wants to speak on, so I'm not even really going to respond to the call. I'm going to let him speak on it. I'll just let you know right now. Tom Cable, Derek Carr, the draft, those are all things that he wants to speak on, so I'm going to let him do his thing. A lot of good stuff to digest in this call, so Raider Nation, listen up to Raider Tone. Hey, what's up, Q, man? It's Raider Tone in the 661, Bakersfield. And man, I just was uh, listening to a few podcasts, man. I had a, a few uh, calls that, that I want to respond to and a few opinions, a few uh, topics I want to get my opinion on, like Tom Cable, uh, the Derek Carr, and then the draft. Uh, with Tom Cable, man, I, I, I never liked to hire anyway from coming out of Seattle. Um, I wish we'd move on from him next year. If we don't, then I really hope that we, we, we do run a power scheme and utilize the power and our, our athleticism of our O-line. I really would like that, man. If Tom Cable stays, zone got to go. Either or, man. Either, either or. Either or. Okay? Derek Carr, uh, our caller said numbers don't matter. Statistic-wise, I mean, we all know numbers don't lie. And we also all, and that's one thing. Two things is we know we don't have no receivers like that. Our talent around. And third and final thing is, we know that Raiders receivers been dropping the balls, have the most drops in the league for the past two years now. So with that being said, no talent, drop balls. How is this guy still able to have such a high number of accurate passes and catchable balls getting thrown? How is he having such a Pro Bowl year number-wise as far as throwing the ball in, in percentage? That's all long talent, man. It's all arm talent. We know it ain't talent around you. It's arm talent. Then, man, when have we been able to say we judging Derek Carr uh, for having a good old line, having time in the pocket, having good receivers around you, and not performing? 
we haven't been able to judge that Derek Carr. We ain't seen all the factors yet. Once we see them factors yet, we can really be a true judge on Derek Carr. Is he elite or not? Second with the draft. Third with the draft, man. Q. The, the O line, man. We, we got to fix that right side. I, I think I think our first three picks is going to go right tackle, uh, a star receiver, a, a, a highlight, a, a superstar. And I think the third and final, we're going to go linebacker, talented linebacker, or, or talented defensive player. That's what I think, man. That's what I think our draft going to go. Right tackle, uh, super, superstar wide receiver, and an inside linebacker. All right, Q, ready to tone out. All right, y'all, that's how we get things started on this Friday, man. Big shout-out to my man Raider Tone from the 661 Bakersfield representing. Uh, great call right there. Definitely appreciate that. Of course, Selena from the OC, who's going to be at the game on Sunday with her daughter, representing one time in segment number one. Definitely appreciate that. And please believe that's that's just the beginning, man. That's just like the – if we're at a fancy restaurant, that'd be just like the appetizer. You know what I'm saying? That's just the appetizer. Because coming up in segment number two, got a couple good calls from a couple very – very opinionated Raider fans. That's coming up in segment number two, so definitely keep it right here. But you know, before we go to break, I got to tell you about my good friends at MyBookie. MyBookie is a great service. If you're trying to win some money, MyBookie could help you. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell all the Locked On Raider podcast listeners to bet with MyBookie. Trust me, guys. They are the best this season. My bookie has in-game live betting over-unders on fantasy points scored and the most rewarding player perks in the business. You don't have an account yet? You want to open up an account? You need to. Join now. My bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use the promo code locked on to activate the offer. Visit my bookie online today. That's my bookie. And don't forget to use the promo code locked on when creating your account to claim up to a thousand dollars in free play. And if you're willing to hold out till after 7 p.m. on the East Coast time, you can get an extra $25 free play by using the promo code locked on and add 25 to the end of it. Again, locked on with 25 on the end of it. It's up to you. You know what I I do. You already know. I ain't even got to tell you. That's just me. You play, you win, you get paid with my bookie. Segment number two is up next. You are Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Oakland Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Raider Nation, we're back at it. Friday's edition of the Locked On Raiders podcast. Got a lot of good stuff to hear from off that Locked On Raider podcast voicemail line at 707-654-4693. In segment number one, we heard from Selena in the OC. We also heard from my man Raider Tone, 661 Bakersfield represent one time. Now, we're going to get things going right now with my man who stirred things up on the Thursday's edition of the Locked On Raiders podcast. Matter of fact, the Wednesday's edition as well. My man P.E. in North Carolina. But this is the thing. He's readdressing his call about Derek Carr. When has he been the best quarterback on the field? He's kind of readdressing that. He wanted to clarify himself because like Selena in the OC said, she was tired of hearing about the Derek Carr conversation. He wants to clarify himself. He also wants to address most known unknowns call from Philly about stability. It's a really good call from my man P.E. that needs no explanation from me, so I'm going to let my man speak for himself. Go ahead, P.E. Rocket. Hey, what's going on, Q? This is P.E. from North Carolina calling in. Hey, listen, I, um, I want to go back to my question that I asked to Raider Nation the other day. The question was, how many times has Derek Carr been the best quarterback on the field that day in that game? 
And the reason why I put the question that way was because I think we all as Raider fans, we want Derek Carr to be the guy so bad that, like, no matter what he does, we will find ways to uh, find excuses for him. We will make up a way for everything not to be Derek Carr's fault. And I'm not saying that everything is Derek Carr's fault, but what I'm simply saying is when you look at the game, I mean, I agree 100% with Vader Raider, man. You know, he's out there, and a lot of times he just does not make the plays that need to be made at that point in the game. And you even said yourself, Q, you said on several of those games when you answered the question, you said, I feel like he's better than Mick Mullins, or, yeah, he's he should be better than Baker Mayfield, but was he better on that day in that game? Because, look, if he's not better right there when it counts, is he really better? I mean, do numbers make him better? Do stats make him better? Right there on the field when we need it, is he better, you know? And that's why I put the question that way. Not if, I mean, what is he better, on name, just because his name is Derek Carr? And I want Raider Nation to understand something. I'm not anti-Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr is a good quarterback. He can be really good with all the pieces around him. But there are just things that Derek Carr does not do. You know, there are certain things that he just doesn't do and is not going to do. It's been five years. But we need to stop living on Derek Carr's one good year. Everybody wants to bring up um, 16. Well, if you go back and look at 16, he had a really good year. But he had a lot of bad games in that one good year. So, and he's been in the league five years, so everybody wants to base his career off of one good year. Okay. Now, having said that, I want to respond to um, a man from Philly who responded to Vader Raider. And everything he said was true. But the question I would ask uh, to him is, if you look at stability, a lot of times your quarterback, if the quarterback is good, that brings stability to the organization, organization as well. He brought up New England and New Orleans and Pittsburgh. New England wasn't stable before Brady got there. New Orleans definitely wasn't stable before Breeze got there. So these guys helped bring the stability to that organization with their play on the field. Pittsburgh drafted Tommy Maddox, Q, and they didn't win with him there. So there have been good, stable organizations that have drafted quarterbacks that were not good, and they still didn't win. So the two go hand-in-hand. It's not like if you have one, you're automatically going to have the other. That's not how it goes. A quarterback has a big part and making that organization stable. I mean, look at Phillip Rivers. He's considered one of the best quarterbacks. His franchise has been anything but stable, you know. Um, Matt Stafford in Detroit. You got Matt Ryan in Atlanta. These guys are still considered to be good quarterbacks, even though the situation around them has not been great. So the quarterback plays a big part in that. And you can't just say he doesn't have weapons or he doesn't have this. I mean, what quarterback in the league does have a perfect situation to step into every time? That that really doesn't happen. So your quarterback has got to be the man to make his situation better. And if he can't do that, then I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback, but he just might be an average quarterback that's not going to lead you to the promised land, right? Uh, you know, weapons? Carr had weapons. He had Michael Crabtree. He had Amari Cooper. He didn't even throw the ball to Cooper because he wants to check the ball down all the time. He had the best offensive line in the league, you know? I mean, we thought Jordy was going to be a weapon, but he hasn't been. But when he did have Cooper, like I said, he didn't throw the ball to Cooper. I mean, so what's the what? I mean, what's the reason in there? I mean, uh, like I said, man, I just I want Raider Nation to look at Derek Carr for what he does, not for what we want him to be, because we all we've been devoid of a good quarterback for so long. We all want Derek Carr to be the guy. We want him to be the guy so bad that we'll make up stuff that he really doesn't do to make him the guy. And, you know, just take it, just, just sit back and take a look at it. And I'll say it one more time for the record. 
I think Derek Carr is a good quarterback. He can be above average, above average quarterback. But you can take a lot of other guys and make them an above average quarterback if they got the perfect situation around them. So all I'm saying is, is Q. You know, you just got to look at it for what he does on the field at that point in time. Don't go on his name. Don't go on his history. Don't go on the fact that he's been in the league five years. Just judge him for what he's doing on the field. And if he does great, then fine, so be it. I want him to do great. But don't make excuses for him when he doesn't do great and says he doesn't have all these other things. I mean, come on. That's, that's not that's not what we're here for, man. So, And um, I love the debate going back and forth with everybody, man, because – like I said, it shows the passion in Raider Nation, or like you said, Q, I'm sorry, it shows the passion in Raider Nation. And we can all agree or disagree, but at the end of the day, we're all Raider Nation, you know. So, Raider, Raider, man, I'm with you. Great stuff right there from PE. I'm telling you, man, I love this stuff. I love when we can have discussions, go back and forth, and just, you know, give our, give our thoughts, give everything. Our feelings on Raider Nation, it is all good. Now, my man Victor in Cali, he's up next. Hey, kids, Victor from Cali. Hey, uh, just got done listening to your Thursday podcast. Great podcast. Uh, and I, I really, uh, like hearing new callers. Uh, I think it adds a lot to your show, so I encourage everybody listening that hasn't called, start calling. We have some great ones. Um, this guy, most unknown, most known, unknown. I'm sorry, I got it wrong, but, uh, great call. I'd like to hear that guy call back again. He broke down the point I've been trying to make all season, um, which is actually the opposition to Beta Raider and P from North Carolina's called, you know, um, Aiden on Carr. You can't compare Carr to other quarterbacks when those other quarterbacks haven't played behind the O-line and on the team the Carr is on. You just can't. I, I don't believe for a minute Jared Goff would have a, a winning record playing on this year's Raiders team. And I could I could throw in other quarterbacks as well. I just kind of like picking on Jared Goff. I guess my son was full of them. Good kid. He gets a lot of accolades, but look at the team he's on. Look what he's got around him. Carr has none of that. And uh, most known, unknown, he hit it. He broke it down. Uh, I want to hear that guy call back. Anyway, um, that's the point. That's it. That's all I got to say, and uh, I'm out. Bye. All right, now, Victor, as you heard right there, he actually was talking about the most known unknown from Philly. He loved his call, loved the fact that he called and actually agreed with him 100%. Also, he says you don't. he doesn't believe that you can compare Carr to some of the quarterbacks that were being talked about, some of those elite quarterbacks, even some of those really good ones that are winning a bunch of games just because Derek Carr ain't got nothing. And his final note was he loves hearing a lot of the new callers that we've been getting on the Lockdown Raider podcast. And I do too, man. I encourage anyone who's ever listened to the Lockdown Raider podcast, it is no thing, man. There's nothing you can say that is stupid. There's nothing you can say that's dumb. There's nothing that you can say that I'm going to poo-poo on. Everything is good. So uh, definitely hit it up, just like my man Victor said, 707-654-4693. So P.E. in North Carolina, thank you for your call. Victor in Cali, thank you for your call. And just like that, segment number three it's on the way you are locked on raiders your daily podcast on the oakland raiders part of the locked on podcast network your team every day all right just like that we're already into segment number three today on the locked on raiders podcast friday's edition your boy q you can find me on twitter at all times at your boy q254 and of course the locked on raider podcast voicemail line 707-654-4693 as we prepare for this game on sunday with the rival chiefs division rival chiefs 
high-flying action chiefs. You know, hey, now that I saw the Cowboys do what they did against the, the Saints, they're hypo not – oh, no, never mind. The Cowboys have a real defense. Never mind. I was about to say something, but it was probably was going to be outlandish. So how about I just go on and get back to the, the, the voicemail line, the calls that we got for today's show. How about we start things off with my man Nico representing North Jersey. Yo, Q, it's your boy Nico from North Jersey. Had to give you a call, man. I'm listening to your podcast, and this is the first time I had to stop the podcast to make a call. Now, we're hearing um, this question about their car from, uh, I forget who said it, but the guy said he doesn't win, he's not a winner, he's not elite, all that stuff. And then the other caller um, rebutted him and said that he, he he's on a dysfunctional franchise. Now, he's not wrong. Like, their car was putting up numbers with Del Rio, they said, right? He still didn't really have anybody. You look at all those other teams, like Ben. My man was saying, he has got weapons up the ass, man. Brady, he's got weapons in a great franchise, in a great franchise. Matt Ryan has weapons. They all have weapons. Drew Brees, they all got weapons, man. I'm not talking about Derek Carr anymore, man. You know my stance. You know everybody with a brain knows he needs one more year. Give him one more year in this system with John Gruden. It's a complex system. I'm telling you, it takes time. Things just don't happen, okay? Nothing great comes easy. Remember that line. Nothing great comes easy. It takes hard work. It takes dedication. Derek Carr is doing all he can with what he has. Now, I'm done talking about Derek Carr right now because he is the answer. And next year, you guys are all going to see it, and you're all going to be calling your podcast and apologizing for all the stuff and praising him how good he is. Give it time, man. All right, done with him. Now we're talking about free agency. The one caller uh, called up and said, no, I don't think any free agents are going to come because the Raiders have a crappy record. They don't like where they're going. Well, how about this, Q? The year after they went 12 and 3, 12 and 3, not 12 and 4, they went 12 and 3 with Derek Carr. Guess who they got that following off season? Okay? The only guy they got worth the salt was Jared Cook. That was the biggest free agent acquisition they got after going 12 and 3 with Derek Carr. So don't tell me. You need to do well to get good players because they didn't get nobody that offseason. Jared Cook was the biggest name. What I think they need to do, they need to sell Las Vegas. 2020, we're coming into 2020 hot. Gruden's got to be dead honest with them and say, this is what I'm doing. This is the approach. Are you in? Are you out? The kids that want to be there are going to be there. Okay? I think we can get some players, especially with three, three first-round draft picks. We have a bright future. Everyone's being so dark and gloomy on this team. We got a bright future. We're going into a brand new stadium in Vegas. Lights, camera, action. Let's go. Gruden can sell this thing to these kids. He can sell these thing, this thing to these veterans. Kid, guys that he wants in his system on this team moving forward. So I don't think we're going to have trouble in free agency. Yeah, they're going to have to stumble on next year. But I'm telling you, we have the blueprint. We have, we are rebuilding, we got the pieces, we got the ammo, the money, the draft picks, the brand new stadium. It's such, like, how are you looking at it as a bad thing, man? That is like, who wouldn't want to get into that? Turn a franchise around, resurrect a career, get some big names. I'm with you. We don't want to pay, we don't want to break the bank for everybody, but we got to pay people to play. And why can't we sell this thing as we can make something happen this year. We can do business. The Bears, they turned their franchise around. I told you a month ago, the Rams, they turned their franchise around. Didn't take long. 
Didn't take long. The Bears got Nagy, turned their thing around. The Rams got McFay, turned their thing around. We got Gruden. We're going to turn things around. 2020, let's go. All right, now, Nico, he actually had to stop the podcast when he was listening just so he can call in. I love it. He's responding to Vader Raiders' call and P.E. in North Carolina's call and even agreed with the most known unknown. He believes Derek Carr is the answer. Got to give him time, and everyone will be calling to apologize. Also, he addressed free agency and the fact that the magical 2016, who was the only guy that they really got after that magical season? He said the only one that was worth assault was really Jared Cook. And if you go back and look throughout free agency, I mean, yeah, he got Cordero Patterson and all that, but, I mean, he didn't really do anything too major. He did make the Raiders' field position a little bit better, but, I mean, he didn't end up being anything offensively. He's doing his thing in New England right now, and he's still kind of suspect. He's just kind of a, I don't know, he's kind of a gadget guy. He's a kind of a return guy. So, yeah, you're right, Nico. They didn't really score that major in, uh, in free agency after that, but I don't think that they really needed a whole bunch of pieces either, or at least... Us as Raider fans didn't believe that they needed a whole bunch of pieces, but he thinks for the Raiders to get free agent, Gruden needs to sell Vegas. He needs to sell the stadium. He needs to sell that he's getting winning players in the draft. He said the blueprint's there. He's very optimistic about the future of the Raiders, and I'm okay with that. I'm not mad at that at all. If if Nico sees the vision and he feels like he's going in the right direction and, and Gruden's going to get things figured out, uh, he talked about the Bears, the Rams, how they turn things around quickly with Sean McVay and, and Matt Nagy. He said Gruden could do the same thing, so 2020, let's go. Nico, I love that call, man. I love the passion. Definitely appreciate you checking it out. Now, my man Flavius in Indiana. He's always short but sweet. Hey, Q, this is your boy Flavius from Indiana. Hey, I was just calling uh, about the Chiefs game this weekend. Hey, there is a big difference, though. Chucky has come back, so that might light a spark under everybody. So I I hope that's true because I don't want to see the blowout. I mean, they can't play any worse than they did against the Niners, so... Okay, out. All right, he just called about the Chiefs game this weekend. One of the biggest keys, he said... Chucky has returned, so he don't want to see a blowout like none of us want to see a blowout, and I love the fact that he's always so short and sweet. He just has like a one-liner. He's, he's that guy that just walks in and says, yo, what up, though, and then drop the mic and turn around and is gone. That's my man Flavius in Indiana, so definitely appreciate that. Again, looking forward to the game on Sunday. He just does not want to see a blowout. And, again, Chucky has returned. We've seen a few Chucky uh, sightings the last few weeks, and so that's going to be the difference in the game on Sunday. And I hope you're right, and I'm sure Selena and the OC, who I know is going to be there, I, I know she hopes that you're right. And I know my man Regan in Montana, he's going to be there. He uh, he bet He's hoping that you're right as well, Flavius. So good stuff. Hey, great week of podcasts. Great week of calls, debate, conversation, just disagreements. It's all good. It's healthy conversation, and it's healthy to get it out. So we can all, as fans, get through this rough season together. The game is Sunday. Chiefs, Raiders. Hopefully it's a good game. Hopefully the Raiders pull out the upset. I know all the fans that are going to be there, all 50,000 plus, everyone Raider Nation worldwide who's going to be watching, I know everyone wants the Raiders to pull off a crazy upset, and it would be awesome. So hold it down, Raider Nation. Enjoy your Sunday. Enjoy the game. I'll talk to you again on Monday. Hopefully we're talking about a Raiders victory, but if we're not, it is all good. As always, Raider Nation, it's just win, baby.